Welcome to the Creative Monday Show. This show is the home for creatives, business, lifestyle, and wellness professionals who believe in personal and professional development. Each week, we bring you an inspirational person from around the world to help you learn effective lessons and strategies to develop yourself, grow your business, and impact your community. I'm your host, Mervyn Batram, business consultant, brand strategist, and innovative entrepreneur. Let the show begin. Welcome to another edition of the Creative Monday Discussion Show. I am your host, Mervyn Budram, and I will be with you for the next hour. I am really excited for tonight's episode. I, I get to talk to not only an entrepreneur, uh, um, someone who's made a mark, I believe, in the, the entrepreneurial space for a woman who've been a pioneer in her own rights, but I get to talk to a friend, right? And so tonight I have the privilege of introducing you to Mrs. Andrea Rodriguez. She's a female entrepreneur, a mom. She's very devoted um, to, to everything that she puts her hand to. I know her as a passionate woman, and I, I it's my desire that tonight as we have a discussion that you will draw from her passion and be inspired and motivated and transformed uh, in your own life, in your business venture and all that you do. So help me welcome Andrea to the screen this evening. Hello, welcome. Why did I know welcome? I well, so you, 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 you are so a host. You're, you're normally on the other side, right? You're normally on the side where you're the host and you're you're interviewing some. So we're switching roles tonight. We're switching roles yeah, in this episode. Yeah, I have to remember that. <laughs> <laughs> well, welcome to the Creative Monday Discussion Show, Andrea. Um, it's definitely a privilege to have you, and I'm very excited for uh, what we'll talk about today. So for those who don't know you, can you introduce yourself? Give us a... a overview of who you are and the various things you're currently doing at the moment. All right. Well, um, thanks for having me, Mervyn. I'm really excited to be on with you. And, you know, Mia, you go way, way back. Yes. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I am, like you said a bit earlier, you know, a wife, a mom of three kids, um, two teenagers already. And um I wear many hats and a master of few, you know, they say a doctor <laughs> Jill of all trades. I am one of those, but a master of few of them. <laughs> um, I love to write. I'm a writer. I'm a speaker. Um, I'm a creative. I'm always doing stuff. But my, I think the greatest uh, job that I can say I have right now is being a mom to my wonderful children. So. Yeah. Awesome. You know, let, let's let's look a little bit about, you know, on that. You, you said something, you know, you're a jack of all trade and you've mastered a few. At least you've mastered a few. Uh, but, you know, I think and I, I watch it, I watch you're doing this even with your kids. You're allowing them to explore and you're allowing them to find, um, you know, try different things. And you're, you've been someone I've seen explore and, and dabble in a lot of different things over the years as you're finding your niche. Why would you say it's important to explore? Uh, you know, you have an idea and you kind of want to just test it and explore it. Why would you say that is very important? And how is that helpful to kind of help you find that one unique thing that you uh, bring to the table and to the market? I think that's such a good question. That is, I think it's important to do that because we are all like, you know, knowing ourselves as we grow, we get to know more about ourselves. Nobody, 
um, is born with like a manual, I would say, that tells you this, that what you should do, this is um, how what you will end up doing. And so I think when you explore, just like as a child, um, you go into a playground and, you know, some kids prefer the slide, some prefer the seesaw, but you will notice that children will try everything before yeah. they settle on one thing. And I think we are so hard on ourselves as adults that we forget how important playing is, you know, <laughs> and, and exploring our world and seeing what we like and what we don't like. Um, and so I try my best to do that because it's helpful and you learn, even if it's something that you might not end up focusing on, there are lessons that you can learn from those things that will help you to become a well-rounded person yeah. um, so that you could be the best version of yourselves with whatever you end up deciding to focus on. So I think it's helpful to explore different things, look at different avenues because you don't know you hate chocolate. If you've never so tried try, it, yeah. you have to try it first. And um, it's not applicable for everything, but I think um, if you are able to explore and to try new things, definitely do it because you never know what you might find. You know? how, how do you transition? Because, you know, like, you know, sometimes we, we start exploring these things. Some of them take flight. Some of them take flight for a season. Uh, how have you learned or what are some of the your experiences knowing when to, okay, this is not working, cut it off. Because many times, you know, we, I, I speak from my experience, you start something and it becomes that baby. And if I give it one more year, if I give it one more month, like, and you don't want to let it go, but it's not necessarily giving flight. Uh, what have you learned in that? And knowing when to, okay, this idea was seasonal, um, drop it, or this idea is still something that I want to hold on to. Yeah, um, I think for me, I've always um, been aware of seasons in my life. That's a huge thing for me. So I'm glad you mentioned about the season because there are things that I focus on and I know that it's only going to be a season. And then there are certain things that I know I'm supposed to pass on to somebody else. Yeah. And I've been learning that because that one is harder for me because, again, it's your baby. You yeah. started it. Um, you know it more than anybody else. But it is also a biblical principle. The Bible tells us that some people will sow and other people will come and reap what you yeah. sowed. Um, other people will come and build upon what you started. So um, I've learned to, I guess for me, I have that inner, I always know when that season is coming to a close because I become uncomfortable. Mm. Um, it doesn't give me the same joy anymore. And usually I fight against it. Early stages, I used to fight against it and say, no, you know, you just need to shift things or whatever. And then looking back, I would say, oh, man, you know, that was that clue that it's time to move on to something yeah. else. Um, so for me, it's always I look for that, those signs um, when I start to become uncomfortable when I start to feel like um, there's no more room to grow for me, then I'm like, okay, is it to close this season or this chapter and move on to something else? Or is it to shift? And most of the time, I so at this point now, I already know that when I start to feel those things that I have to just do an evaluation yeah. um, and see whether it's to hand it off to somebody else or it's time to just close that chapter and move on to something else. 
you know, a couple of things are coming up for me and, and along the lines of what you said. And I, I think I want to see if we can go to both. One of them being that, how do you identify that person to hand off to? Because it's still your baby. It's still something that you want to see strive and grow. So what are some of the things you're looking for uh, when you're wanting to hand something off to someone? And then the other thing that's kind of coming up for me as well is, you know, and, and you, I think you allude, allude to, you're a pioneer. You are someone, I mean, way before social media uh, was an ish thing in Belize and social media marketing was a thing in Belize, you were there in the pioneering stage, selling that, pushing that, and ad- advocating. So how to how to identify the shifting of the tides and knowing when to kind of like, okay, the, the, uh, something new is on the horizon um, and how start go after that. I think both of them, um, both of them kind of work together. One being that, okay, something new is coming. I need to kind of transition this after someone and I need to go towards this and discern when new is coming. What What are your thoughts on those things? Mm. That, that lot of stuff right there, <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's good, good questions. Um, you know, when you are a pioneer, it is often can be a lonely road if you yeah. choose to, because um, people aren't always understanding, you know, and they not really grasp what you're trying to do. They think you're crazy most of the time or <laughs> chasing, you know, rabbits. But, rabbits um, in the bush. <laughs> yes, you know. So, But usually you will see people who will have an interest in what you're doing. They'll start to ask questions. They'll have that same passion or that push. And so those are the things I usually look for. And sometimes, you know, nowadays, you just put your stuff, what you're doing out there. And that is the trigger for somebody that will say, hey, I didn't know that was, you know, that I could do that. That that is um, an option now. And they and they run with your idea. And sometimes that is hard for people. Somebody like me, because I'm like, hey, that's my baby. <laughs> where are you going with it? So you have two two scenarios where you can look for somebody who share your values and who you know will continue to nurture that thing and and run with it and go bigger. And then you'll have people who will kind of come and try to copy what you're doing and yeah. and create their own thing and can go bigger too or or fail with it. So I try. I try to, um, as hard, hard as it is, I really try to um, hold things loosely. And I've had to learn mm. that mm. over the years because the more I hold on tightly to my ideas and to things that I call my baby, um, it's harder for me to let it go and let mm. other people go bigger with it and people who might have even more opportunities than I had when I started it, you know? So it's just looking for people who have those shared values, I think is very good. And most of the time they're already around you in your uh, in your life. And some might be people that you just met, but something clicked for you. So I yeah. hope that is helpful. And then yeah. I think you had asked me something else and I don't remember that one. <laughs> it's, 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 it's the first part of kind of knowing who to pass it on to and how to go about. And then knowing when the tides are shifting, knowing when yeah. trend, new trends are kind of coming um, yeah. and kind of being in front of it rather okay. than tailing behind, you know? You know, and and that is something that you have to, you have to be careful with it too because if you jump on everything, trend 
and every new thing that comes, but it doesn't align with your values and the, your mission and vision of where you want to go, it can actually lead you down a road that you don't want to go. Yeah. So it's good to keep a pulse on the trends and um, different things that are coming out. And then you ask yourself, is this something that can be beneficial to what mm. I'm doing? You know, mm. how can I utilize this to advance my career, to advance my project? Um, even yourself as an individual, how can I use this? So I've always been a big fan of looking at what are the tools and resources that are coming out, you know, following um, the leading uh, experts in the different fields that I am interested in and just asking myself, okay, how can I use that? And if I can't, I leave it. And it also depends on your audience as well. Is it something yeah. that you can use that will benefit your audience? Like if you are um, going to be targeting, I would say mom and pop, people who aren't really on technology, they don't know a lot about social media. You could use TikTok all you want and you won't get, <laughs> you, know, you won't be able to maximize that because that's not where not they there. are. Yeah. yeah. So the trends are important. You have to... Um, look at it and ask yourself, how, how can I maximize this? Um, and if you cannot answer that question, if you can't see how it will add value to you, then it might not be something that you should invest time and money in, you know? Yeah. So that's, but you know, I'll keep your head in the stand too, because some people, they kind of just disregard all the stuff that's coming out because, oh, that not apply to me. So you that that we're partners say you have to kill your darlings in writing. They have this saying, it's a kill your darlings, right? Um, and that's the hardest thing to do when as a writer because you this are your baby. But I would say the same thing with trends and stuff coming out. You have to be brutally honest. Um, yeah. because some of it is going to make you feel like you don't know what you're doing. Some of yeah. it is going to uh, cause you to second guess. But if it is something that will add value, you have to invest into it and learn how to use it and all of that. So, yeah, yeah I, I know, Andre, one of the things I think you've done really well at is, and you said it earlier, uh, establish your values and then ask the question, does this work for me? Does this add value to me? You know, mm -hmm. um, I, I can think back. I remember you went through a stretch where you just came off a lot of social platforms because, and then you just kind of focused on a few and mm -hmm. um, that worked for you. Uh, what can an individual do, I would say, to strengthen that value? Because what I admire about it, you have this strength within that, hey, you know, this isn't working for me. This doesn't add value for me cut it off and I'm just going to lock in. Even if the popular people are saying, do this, do this, be on everything. But you're like, you know, yeah, but this is that, this is where I want to do. Like, what would you say an individual and entrepreneur, someone needs to do to strengthen that resolve um, within their hearts to kind of take a stand and figure out what works for them and stick with it. Even if the popular uh, uh, trends isn't really pushing for it. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think what I have done and, you know, I am in my late 30s. <laughs> and so my answer is going to be way different than when I was in my, you know, early 30s or late 20s, because I've had to learn how to tune out the noise. And as an entrepreneur, or a young business owner, people who are 
really desperate to, to grow their business. Um, I tell myself this story whenever I feel pulled with the man who had the donkey. And I don't know if you remember this story, Merv, <laughs> that um, he was taking the donkey uh, to the market with his wife, I believe, to sell, right? And then along the way, he met all the different people. And they're like, huh, this, this man is such a fool that he is walking his donkey. You know, why doesn't he ride it? So he got on the donkey and started to ride it. And then a little bit later, somebody said, what kind of cruel man is this that has his <laughs> wife walking while he rides the donkey? <laughs> so he gets his wife onto the donkey. Then he passes another person who said, um, these people are so cruel. Two and a one poorly donkey. <laughs> you know, so they came out the donkey. It was just, I think they ended wow. up like carrying the donkey. You know, <laughs> if you follow what everybody suggests to you, you yeah. will totally be derailed and yeah. totally uh, lose sight of what you really want to do. So write it down. I always say, write down what it is that you want to do. Write down your vision of how you want to see things play out. And whenever you start to second guess yourself, you go back to those things, those core principles that are your guiding points or your guiding light. Um, so that whenever you're feeling that pull and people are saying you do this or do that, you go back and say, okay, let me see what, what, what are the things that I will not be derailed from? What are the things that I'm not yeah. willing to compromise on? So I've had to that. learn how to do that. I really, really love that, Andrea, and, and I do want to. I do want to draw this out. Um, and part of why I love this discussion, you know, um, Andrea is to me a true Belizean, a true village girl, a true, <laughs> true Creole. Um, and even in her talking, you hear her Creole coming out, right? And 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 I actually want to segue to one of your products. I know we we use it in our office a lot. Your your Creole calendars, and, yeah. and I think from one of your business ventures. Um, yeah. talk, talk to us a little bit about that. Talk to us as well a little bit about maybe your, the community you grew up in and then kind of how that has influenced even that, that project that you're doing and um, kind of to me just preserving some of our culture, our language through the products that you're creating. Yeah, sure. I I love um, the Creole culture, you know, village girl, yes, born and raised, you know, I was born at home, you know, so <laughs> they say my neighbor Stringberry there, that Bermudan <laughs> landing, I was born and raised there. Um, I did leave at the age of um, 17 um, to go to Bible school, and then I came back, but only spent a couple months, and I've been living in Belmopan ever since, but I... That is where, you know, I feel connected to. That is my yeah. home. And um, I've, I always tell my children, you know, that they always ask, well, where is your home? And for the longest, I said, my home is wherever my mom is, you know. Yeah. And now I'm married. So <laughs> I say my home is where my husband is. <laughs> um, and then the second home will be where my mom is, right? Yeah. <laughs> but um. Growing up in Bermuda Landing, it was rich. We had an opportunity to be exposed to a lot of different people because my parents ran um, uh, the community baboon sanctuary. So I had access to all the fun stuff. I got to see how they made the fly brush, um, got to walk on the trails. 
Um, I got to listen to all the campfire stories that were told and just especially the ghost stories, right? <laughs> Love those. And um, just a rich, rich culture. Cricket, I say cricket is in my blood. All my brothers play cricket and they're really good at it. So um, I think it was during the pandemic, I started to think about what am I teaching to my children and what am I passing on to them? Because everything is becoming so modernized, you know? So I wanted them to remember that part of my my history, my legacy. And I started to tell them all the stories and they love when I tell the (laughs) stories, you know, it just captivated them. And my idea for Coutrements actually came out of, I wanted to do um, like a devotional for my daughters using Creole Proverbs only. Okay. And I started writing that and then that kind of got pushed aside. And I was like, you know what? We have so many products that we use every day, but it's not in Creole. It doesn't really capture our culture. You yeah. know, some of the uh, calendars are weird um, <laughs> with things that aren't even in Belize. And so I was like, mm, I should do a Creole calendar. And that is how the calendar got birthed. And then after that, um, you know, I started to get all these other ideas to do different things. You know, so so I, I really love that. I really, like I said, we use the calendar uh, in, in our office. I've walked into several offices uh, in Belmopan and I see, I'm like, I know that product. So what was it like for you kind of taking the idea and then kind of bringing it to market? And like, what was that process like for you? It was hard. <laughs> it was frustrating because again, I I have a lot of ideas, right? But then I don't know how to execute it all the time. Yeah. So I just started to do research on my own and looked at what I wanted to do. And I just had this idea of wanting it to be a conversation starter. And then, okay, where would it, where would I put it? And I'm like, oh, I would love it to be on a desk somewhere, you know, just to make it all cute and pretty because of course I like pretty things. So, (laughs) um, and so I started to, um, research how to do a calendar and then I started to create it and then that was a headache. Then I sent it to the printers and they're like, okay, you need to do it in this dimension. And I'm like, I'm like, I don't know about Photoshop. You know, they talk to me with those terms. <laughs> so then I had to go back and learn how to do the correct dimensions and stuff. And of course, I wanted to put Creole Proverbs because those are such great conversation starters. Yeah. And I and I was so scared of putting it out there because I was like, oh, I don't know what it's going to be like. And it was an overwhelming success. You know, my calendars went all over the world that, wow. that first year that I did it. Um, and so it's been such an amazing experience because now I know how to do it. Yeah. So the hardest part now is how to top the first one. Yeah. Yeah. And and so you started with the calendars and now I think you recently launched a new product. Um, can you yeah. talk to us about that? So I did um, a journal. Well, I did last, last year, I did a Creole Agenda. Because my my goal is to create as many products as possible using the Creole language 
that are products that people use all the time. Yeah. Um, I really want to to make headway into that, you know, of, okay, you're using an agenda. A lot of people use agendas. So I was like, okay, I'm going to do a Creole agenda too. Um, I tried coffee mugs. There was one behind me. I think if, um, when it, yeah, so I think you guys can see that one. I'm pointing at the wrong shoulder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so that one is actually, um, it says, a day without coffee, the like, adjust the joke. And I've got no idea. <laughs> I love it. So, you know, I, I love, I'm, you know, I like to tell jokes. I love to laugh. Yeah. And so my humor shows up in that as well. So I did the, the agenda. I did um, some coffee mugs. And then recently I did a prayer journal because yeah. as a believer, I want to combine culture and faith, humor, um, motivational, inspirational things, you know, so family friendly. And as always, I wanted to honor God. So, yeah, so that is also behind me. And I have to remember how Let, to Exactly. <laughs> which direction, exactly. So ta- yeah. tell, tell me the, the name Kutcherman's because like people are like, okay, Kutcherman's, what is that? What does that mean? You know, broke down the Creole for where I leave it. <laughs> well, Kutcherman's is actually a word I use all the time. Yeah. And it is a Creole word that came from the English word accoutrement. And it just means a collection of bits and pieces, odds and ends. So um, that's that's pretty much it. And so um, Coutrements represents all the odds and ends. It's a collection of things that I want people to be able to own. So that's why I was like, I tried all kinds of names and I say Coutrements all the time. Like, (laughs) like, now we all like Coutrements up on the table, you know, now. (laughs) I yeah. in my bag, you know, and so um, that's the idea behind it. That eventually I will have a line of products that people can choose from that will represent the the Belizean, um, you know, Belizeans on a whole, but specifically the Creole culture and language. Yeah. I love it, you know, Andrea. You, like you've been in the entrepreneurial space as long as anyone I've known, and I'm I'm sure there's a lot of lessons you've learned over the years, even with your new product line and what you're doing, what what uh, advice would you give to young entrepreneurs coming up, women entrepreneurs? Um, I know, that, you know, especially being home, a lot of moms, they're home and they're, they might be thinking, there's nothing I can do because I'm a stay-at-home mom or I might not have all these opportunities. What are some advice would you give to, to stay-at-home moms, young entrepreneurs coming up in this time? Um, I would definitely say that this is the time to step yeah. Um, forward and go and you know pursue the ideas that you have Um, if we wait for a specific time or for things to look right it will never happen Um, there are many dreams that I sat on because I was too afraid or um, was like oh I don't think it's the right time I'll wait till my kids get older I'll wait till things get better in the economy and you'll never find the right time to do that so um, I think it's very important for you to, I think Steve Harvey referred to it as jumping, right? Just take the jump yeah. because that is what will get you out of your comfort zone when you take that jump. So right out, as I tell my kids this as well, and I think it's applicable to anybody, write out what it is that you want to do. 
what is the mark that you want to leave on mm. this earth and then you will put into practice those things so you know do break it down into little bite-sized goals and stuff like that but you have to have it in front of you in writing yeah. a lot of us have the dreams and the stuff up in our head um and that's great but you need to be able to have it in writing so you can see if it is viable or yeah. if it is something that does require you to wait for a certain time um or it's something you can jump right out. I've always, um, after I've overcome my fear, I just jump now. I, like, I got an <laughs> idea. I'm going to go for it. Yeah. Um, I feel that many, many things. And I guess that is why um, at this stage of my life, maybe it's because I'm getting older. I'm like, <laughs> you know what? I can't wait any longer. Because yeah. um, something I always tell people is that we are all light bearers. We have a gift inside of us. We have potential inside of us that um, the world is in need of. And the longer you sit on it, the longer you delay and, you know, talk yourself out of putting it out there, the longer those people who need it have to wait. So you might as well just go for it. And, you know, very sound advice. And and, and I, I do want to echo that again, like, Write it down, get it in front of you. If you have a vision, you have a dream, uh, if you don't get it in front of you uh, and, and you don't write it down, the other thing, if you don't write it down, you can't replicate it because it says write the vision down and then so that others can run with it. You know, other people will jump behind it and they're ready to move with you if they can clearly see, oh, this is the vision, this is the direction, this is where I want to go. And speaking about writing it down, you are uh, a published author. Um, uh, you've been, you've published your devotion. Uh, it, ha it has had impacts both here in Belize uh, and outside. And then you recently, uh, one of your devotional, I believe, was recently featured on version. Talk to us a little bit about that. Yeah, I love to write. Like <laughs> I said, um, I've been writing ever since I was a little girl. Um, and I, I have to say, and I always say this because whatever it is that you're passionate about, be ready for people to come and try to discredit you mm. and to want to, um, again, I call them detractors. I want to take away what God has already given to you. So, you know, I wrote all the time. I would write novels, all kind of mm. thing when I was a little girl and went to high school, carried that over, and then got accused of plagiarism. Mm. Um, I got um, would get notes on my stuff. Did somebody help you with this? Who wrote this for you? And that was like devastating to me. Yeah. So it affected me putting my writing out there for the longest because I kept hearing those who help you with this? Nobody won't believe that this is your stuff, all that stuff. And so I had to overcome that yeah. in order to get to where I am. So I have, I mean, books and books and books of stuff that I've written. Just I started out with just writing stuff in my journal. And um, then, you know, I have to say my husband has been the perfect person that God knew I needed in my <laughs> life to help stir up those giftings and to kind of push me out. So he always said, babe, you have all these things, you need to put them out there. I'm like, no, you know, because again, <laughs> your writing is, it's personal. When you put out your writing, it makes you vulnerable, you know, yeah. so it's not always easy. 
So I've, um, I just decided, all right, I'm going to jump. I'm going to put it out there. And I did my first devotional and I did an ebook. And again, nobody um, showed me what to do. I just had a desire to do an ebook and I Googled how to do it. And I spent, I mean, months and months with formatting and trying to figure out things and finally got it listed on Amazon, right? And then I did a little, uh, I did a print version of my first devotional that was called Words Unfolded. Yeah. And because of doing that, then that created more opportunities for me to, um, you know, put my stuff out there. And then recently I was able to um, get access to the YouVersion um, portal and become an official contributor, which is not an easy Task, you know, that not anybody, ask. You know, <laughs> that not anybody could get PyU version as a contributor. So now I'm an official U version contributor with an open. Congratulations. Platform. You know, I can post any amount at any time. Um, once it passes their their um editing review and stuff like that. So I have two two devotionals on U version on U version and um I know it won't be the only two. I have exactly. lots more. And, you know, so I will keep writing. There's a book that will come. But that, again, is one of those ideas that I know I have to wait on. Yeah. Um, I just know it. Like when God gave me the idea for it, it was one of those things that was like, um, it's coming, but not now. Yeah. You know, because there's a whole lot more to learn, a whole lot more to go through before I have I finish. So, yeah. You know, you know Andrea, I, and I, I know a little bit about your background. Well, I know a lot about your background, to be honest. But um, the, the, you know, you've had a lot of challenges um, in some of the earlier parts of your life and kind of had it to overcome a lot of things. Um, like I said, you are an example of a woman that has overcome uh, many things to be in the space that you're in, right? And just uh, coming to a place where, uh, you know, uh, you know, there, there's there's been voices, as you said, there's been not just when you were young, but even as you, you've grown, even in your adult years, and you've had to overcome that, I would say, attacks against the destiny, against the vision. And now you're in a space where you've overcome that, but you're not you haven't just overcome that for you. You've helped others overcome. And it didn't just start. No, I, I want everyone. Mm -hmm. uh, I just want to introduce that Andrea does a, a, another initiative, Woman Devoted. But even before that, uh, this is kind of how I got to know Andrea. They were doing doing this for youths in Belize. And her husband, Dion, and her were impacting the youths of Belize. And it was through their initiative, Joshua Generation, that I, I kind of came in. I was in a mess. I was in a state of my life where I was like... Psh. And, and Andrea and her husband, through that ministry, brought me in and helped me overcome some of my things. So you've always been a champion for the less fortunate, for those who don't have a voice, for those who are going through their own struggles and helping them come out of that and into their space. Talk to us a bit about Woman Devoted, the heart behind that. What kind of got you into that and, and what, where are you trying to take that currently? Okay, sure. Um, Woman Devoted was something that I never thought I would do because um, I just always, I had this um, thing of, because I'm I'm petite, right? I'm very <laughs> tiny. And a lot of times people think I'm just a little girl. And so that has been a challenge for me 
um, you you wouldn't believe it, but the first time I referred to myself as a woman was um, when I published my first devotional and I had to write my little bio. <laughs> And I couldn't put she's a girl, so <laughs> I had to put she's a woman, right? And I was like, I, then I realized, wow, this is like the first time I'm actually bold enough um, to speak that. And so woman devoted is what I needed and what so many other mm-hmm. women need. Because when you are a woman in ministry, or a woman who has both a ministry and business, because I believe both of them, um, you know, are can are compatible because we see that in the Bible where Paul had a tent making business. Yeah. So I call Kutcherman's my tent making business, <laughs> and then woman devoted is my ministry, right? And so there's a lot of women who are carrying the weight of the world. Yeah. Um, and they don't really have an outlet. They don't really have um, a space that's for them where they can gather and laugh and cry and talk and share with each other. Um, there's not much time for that because everybody's so busy and caught up, especially if you're a mom. Yeah. And so I started to think about, okay, what can I do for moms like me? who, you, you know, we could be having a conversation and then a kid runs up, we got a scraped knee, it knows they run, yeah, all kind of things. And who can you talk to when you have all of that going on? But there are so many other women who are like, girl, don't worry about that. I know all about that, you know, and pick <laughs> up your conversation right after. Yeah. And so my goal for Woman Devoted is to, again, bring encouragement, but most importantly, to create a cultural, relevant, authentic space for women here in Belize. Because a lot of what we take in, a lot of where we receive stuff from, is from a different worldview. It's, and I'm not, it's not bad. Um, but it's, just, it's not contextualized it's, for yes, us. Yes, yeah. you know, and so a lot of us are like, um, I remember somebody talked one time about self-care and they were talking about going and buying a thousand count sheet, injection <laughs> cotton, and I'm like, what? Like, you know, it was, and so I was just using that as an example. Sometimes we can't relate to those type of things, but um, I, and so I decided, well, what can I offer? What can I do? So I started to do the woman devoted just by writing my devotionals, um, and now I have a group of ladies that meet on a weekly basis. Oh, wow. And just talk and study and um, study the Bible. And, you know, we go, we still, well, we couldn't go on retreats and adventures and all of that because of the pandemic. But that is what um, will continue with Woman Devoted. It will always be a space for women of faith, women in ministry, women who are chasing after the heart of God, um, where they can come and we can sharpen each other and grow with each other because we are better together. We need each other. Our go, our giftings are better when we come together. So that that woman devoted. You know, and and Andrea, I, I love that, and I I, I just want to encourage those who are watching and why. Uh, 
what Andrea is doing is so crucial and important because I believe you, you, you are right. There is not a lot of content out there that's relevant for where we are at in Belize or even in the Caribbean region. You know, a lot of the input we get sometimes is from North America and they're great input, but their, their lifestyle, it doesn't translate. Right. And we do need more content. And I, I love that we're seeing that a lot, a, a lot more Belizeans, a lot more Caribbeans are stepping up and kind of putting their content out there, uh, creating content for, for where we're at. And I do want to encourage folks, connect into it, like research it, find who's doing these kind of initiatives and connect into connect into it. You know, Andrea, even with Women Devoted, I, I, I want to ask, like, what, what are some of the things that are your hopes and your dreams uh, for the woman that's connected in and where, where, because I know it's ministry, I know it's faith-based, but even how about a woman in entrepreneur? Like, what what are some of your hopes and dreams for the, the working woman, um, the working mom, that working entrepreneur who who can power something up from their home, be connected in community, and still have life-giving input coming to them? Yeah, I think you answer my question just by saying that. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it, that is, you know, that is it. Women need a space to connect, you know, yeah. and what uh, one of the things that I think sets um, women devoted apart is that, yes, we are faith-based, but all are welcome. Yeah. Because um, we need to have that space where people can come judgment-free zone, you know, and because as women, I said earlier, we carry loads, we carry a lot, and um, sometimes you just need a safe place. Yeah. where we can come and connect. And um, a lot of times we feel like we have to go through life alone. You want to start a business, but you're not too sure. Um, but why can't we come together and we can connect you? Because maybe you might know somebody who can, um, you know, help push or give you the advice that you need to go to the next level. So it's really all about supporting um, helping to push women into, you know, their God-given destiny. So whether it's a business they want to do or whether they're just a stay-at-home mom and feel like, what can I offer? What can I do? Like you could connect with something that is bigger than you and still and leave your mark because I believe whether you're just a, um, and I know I said just a because I said just a, and I got checked on it for my own <laughs> self, right? Yeah. We, we tend to say, I'm just a stay-at-home mom. But you don't realize that that is such an amazing responsibility that you have. Yeah. Because you are grooming and preparing uh, the next generation. You, you are raising up children that will make an impact, whether good or bad, yeah. on the next generation, you know? So... Um, it's all about helping us as women to realize that whatever your giftings are, whatever talents, dreams, and stuff you have, you don't have to go it alone. Yeah. You can find that group. You can find somebody that you can connect with so that they can help you because we all need to help each other and women don't have to do it alone, but we feel like oh, there's nobody out there that understands, nobody that can help me. And not to say that um, men have it good and all of that. Uh, but I've always found too that a lot of the leadership sessions and lots of the different powerful stuff that is brought to Belize, it kind of pull more to the men. 
-hmm. And I want to see things that are just focused on how a woman can become a better leader, a better mother, better entrepreneur, all those things. I want us to see, us to reach our full potential. And that happens when we are together. You know, standing standing on what you're talking about, you know, we in doing Women's Month and Women's Week, we I've been listening to a lot of different opinions on media, different mindsets, different approach. Some of them I agree, some of them I don't agree. One of the things that that I kept hearing over and over that some of the biggest resistance or uh, um, challenge to women are women, like they don't allow each other to strive and rise above have you experienced that um what's your thoughts in that um what's your experience in that um and what's your do you have a different opinion in how you think that should be well i think my faith give it away my faith tend to speak before my (laughs) mouth (laughs) (laughs) so i i i agree with that and it has always been something that is a pet peeve of mine and Mm. i actually thought about doing a post about it because we we tend to make a big deal of Women's Month and we celebrate and the hooray, but we don't live it. And yes, yeah. I, it sounds very general and I don't want to make a generalization because I know it's not true for everyone. Yeah. But majority, we don't live it. What happens after March? What happens the rest of the year? Um, you know, and I have faced that I have had people who see me doing all these things never like, share, they're not telling nothing. You yeah. know, they just act like you don't even exist. And these are women or they know of opportunities that can maybe help push you farther. They won't tell you because they're afraid. We have this mentality that, well, if she succeeds, then it's less of the pie for me. Yeah. And it is a serious problem that I think we have where as women, if we are serious about celebrating women, serious about seeing a woman succeed we have to start with us we have to help each other first and stop the blame and say oh the men they walk keep with down and this and yeah. that trust me when we come together we are a force to be reckoned with but it has to start with us and um i faced it i faced a lot most of my i should say biggest hurts disappointments rejection all of this stuff that I've faced in my lifetime has come from women, other women. And sadly, they don't see anything wrong with it. And we have to do better in that area. We really have to. Well, I do do, uh, trust and I hope that even through initiatives like Women Devoted, that that culture, that mindset is being shifted. It's, it's, It's being adjusted and we can see a healthy risk, mutual respect yeah. for each other, whether male or female, yeah. and, and kind of celebrate each other, celebrate what each other is doing. Right? Yeah. And I, I do want to encourage, uh, you know, I want to encourage us, because I said I've been hearing it a lot, and I, and, you know, in my heart, it's kind of saddened to hear that reality, but it's the reality. So let's yeah. move on. Let's shift it. Let's, what yeah. can, so my question would be then, what can we do? What can men do? What can women do to better celebrate each other, celebrate yeah. So, because I, what I love, I see that with you and your husband. I see that with Dion. He celebrates your giftings. He mm-hmm. he helps create that platform for you to rise and step out, right? So, talk to us as we're getting ready to wrap up. Talk to us a little bit about what can we do uh, to celebrate each other, to affirm each other, to champion each other forward. Yeah, you know, and um, the, one of the things that I've personally done, Mer, because 
Yeah, I used to get hung up on the fact that why can't we be more supportive? And then I decided, you know, I am going to give what I need. Yeah, I am going yeah, to give good. what I want to see happen. And so I started to champion others and I started to share. I started to reach out to women and say, I love what you're doing. You're doing an amazing job and just give them words of affirmation, you know, share with them helpful resources. I have offered free um, Canva training and different things to help out others. And so I think that is the key for us because there are women who are out there that I have discovered recently who are total strangers celebrating and mm. sharing and helping other women. And I have to applaud those women. Um, and so that is what we all can do. We give what we want to see mm. happen. So we, we have to um, not become stingy and hold on to everything for ourselves, but we have to give back. We have to be willing to share. And men, I think, um, really need to start championing us. They say that, um, you know, you have good friends when they mention your name in rooms you are not in. So that is something that I want to see happen more, that the men are championing us. They're mentioning our names in rooms that we are not yet in. Yeah. So that those in that room can know, hey, we are coming, you know, we got, we can offer this, we we can do this. And that is what I think will bring about that difference or that change when we are able to share. People don't realize how important that is, Merv, when you share stuff on social media yeah. or you meet a friend and you say, you may know Mervin do this and that, yeah. you know, like, or, you know, just calling somebody or sending them a text, um, purchasing their items, even if you can't use it, but you have that extra money, buy it for somebody else. Those are things that really make a big difference. I still do a little dance when somebody buys something <laughs> from me. You know, it's so important. Um, and so we, but it requires us to be intentional. We have yeah. to be intentional in doing it. So support Take the load off somebody else when you can by supporting them. And men and women can do this. I love that. I love that. And standing on that, being intentional, let I, I want to encourage you guys to intentionally follow Andrea. Uh, go, she she is on social media. Look for women devoted as well as coachments. Uh, and, and she will be rolling out a lot of other products. I'm really excited. I mean, I remember getting my copy of of of. Uh, a copy of of uh, the words, the calendar, but no words unfolded, and that although I'm a man that really ministered to me, that really encouraged me and strengthened me as I went through that, right? And so the, the yes, the products are geared towards women, but men can draw from it as well. And yeah. I do want to encourage you guys to get connected with what she's doing. Get on her mailing list. She has a, if you're a woman and you're looking for a space to, to just get connected, you're looking for a space to get encouraged and affirm, inspired, get on her mailing list. Uh, I'm on the mailing list. Uh, and mostly because then when my, my wife is on it and then when she comes and she's talking to me about this, I, I want to be, I want to be yeah. in the know. I want to yeah. know what she's talking about, right? So, no, but, yeah. you're not the only male on it. <laughs> but get on the mailing list, right? And so, but Andrea, let us know. Tell, tell us how can people get in touch with you? How can they find out uh, about a bit more about what you're offering? Yeah, well, they can always uh, check out womandevoted.com. 
and sign up there to get on the mailing list. Um, and I am also on Facebook and Instagram. Those are the only two that I'm focusing on. So Instagram or Facebook as Woman Devoted with Andrea. And then um, Kutramens is Kutramens at Facebook <laughs> and Instagram. We, we'll have to put the spelling for Kutramens on the screen for you right? so, folks, so, so folks can follow that. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's K-U-C-H-R-I-M-E-N-T-S. Awesome. 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 It's such well, a fun word. <laughs> I know. I know. But Andrea, I really, really enjoyed the session. I'm really grateful for you to just come and just share your heart, share your passion with us, with our audience. I, I trust that everyone was inspired. I know I was. Um, and that they're, they're motivated. I, especially, I love when you say just jump. If you have an idea, if you want to, uh, I move on something you got to jump and I love your honesty in just the, the, the years it took you to kind of overcome your own fears um, and now I feel like the next the next step is for you to just soar because I see it just starting mm -hmm. to bubble up and go for it right so I really want to thank world. you watch, watch out world Andrea is coming right <laughs> you know Andrea around here around our office we we say treat every day like it's a Monday and part of why we say that is because we believe that you know we're on purpose we're living with destiny, we're heading in a di direction. So Monday, we get a fresh start to really go after that. When you hear treat every day like it's a Monday, what comes up for you? It's a new start. It's a new opportunity. You know, it's just like, don't, I, I find something that makes you want every day to be a Monday. Mm. So if you are, you the dread Monday, they're the in at a wrong. You're the wrong space. <laughs> wrong place. <laughs> like you have like to, that. you have to, Fine. When you when you are excited to wake up every morning and check your messages and interact with your people, and that is where I am at right now. I have finally found those people that I can't wait to interact with because they're so awesome. You know, awesome people that are following on Cultureman's and just love it. And so every day that like Monday for me, Monday is no longer oh my gosh why you know. Like, yeah. You find that thing that makes makes you look forward to Mondays. Awesome. Yeah, love awesome. it. Love yeah. it. Well, thank you, Andrea. Thank you for being on the Creative Bonded Discussion Show. Uh, thank you for sharing your heart with us. Thank you for having me, Merv. I'm really um, happy to be here. And I hope, you know, that some of my ramblings made sense today. <laughs> it did. It definitely did. Definitely. Awesome. Thank you. And I just want to say thank you for everyone who's watching and viewing at home, wherever you're at, whether you're watching on TNC, whether you're watching on Suarez TV, on uh, Caribbean Invest TV, or whether you're watching on our YouTube channel. I, I do want to encourage you to follow, follow us. Uh, we're on Facebook, Instagram, we're, um, as well on, on, on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel so that you can get the latest updates whenever we upload a new video. And for those who are watching on TNC, thank you for watching as well. Uh, you can always send us your comments, uh, send us your messages. If you have uh, questions on some of these episodes, you want to know more, reach out to us and we will do our best to do a special episode to answer some of your questions. We'll see you on the next episode. Have a good day. God bless you. Take care.